Hey y'all. Picture me living. Perfectly imperfect topic today. Um, it's a bunch of topics actually. It's a, a, a smorgasbord. How do you spell that? I don't know. Y'all know I was a spelling bee champ. Second through fifth grade in a row. Check my resume. I don't know how to spell that word. <laughs> but uh yeah. Yeah, spelling bee champ here. Fuck with me. I also random fact know how to say the um 50 states in alphabetical order in less than two minutes. I'm not gonna do it right now because that ain't what this topic is about. But I could do it. I don't even need to practice. I could do it. Yeah. Just random useless facts, you know. I just I might be president one day and that's gonna be on jeopardy. Like you might win a million dollars knowing that, okay? All right, picture me living dot store. Because this is going to get into some things, um, I'm going to put everything on the store 50% off. Shop Tracery. Let me, let me rewind. Shop Tracery, 50% off today. Not sure how long I'm going to keep that sale. But check me out. Check me out. Even the sale items, 50% off. Y'all. Picture me living dot store. I don't even know if I'm going to publish this episode. I'm actually kind of nervous. I'm more comfortable talking to you guys. But some topics are a little bit more nerve wracking. The 50% off too, by the way, you don't need a coupon code. Just go check out. You know what? Since, you know. Let me give out some dates to make that very clear. I'm going to release this on the 27th, uh, 27th of March. So the 30th of March will be the last day that you can use the coupon code at noon. I'm going to cut it off noon, the 30th of March. Let me just uh, spread a little positivity right now because when I'm in a horrible mood, when things aren't going my way, I try to keep that to myself, first of all. But when I'm in a horrible business mood, I try to work even harder, right? And sometimes that actually backfires. You work even harder, but you think you're working harder, but you're running in place, right? Um, you're getting negative feedback. Um, that's when, when you're down, that's when you get hit the hardest. Right. And so I just try my best to find some positivity in my day. And I really want to just hold on to that positivity, whatever it was that I found, I hold on to it like a little kid that got their favorite piece of candy and you know how little kids, matter of fact, you know how them little toddlers, I don't miss this phase, y'all. They get them chicken nuggets with their kids meal and they squeeze it in their hand and they, you have, it's the grip of death. Like they would not let that chicken nugget go like, bruh, and it's just wet because they done slobbed all up. Like that's how I hold on to 
the positivity that I find. And today, somebody shared a meme, not knowing what they was going through, why they wanted to share a positive note for the day. But the meme says, I hope you find $20 today. I hope the person you adore texts you. And I hope the situation you worry about favors you in the end. And that just really like resonated with me. It really just like, man, I mean, $20 ain't shit. That's a glass half empty. But God damn it, it's $20 that I ain't have before I found this glass half full. And so when I read stuff like that, I just try to hold on to it. And uh, even if it doesn't apply to me, I'm going to use this platform to regurgitate some of the positivity that I find in my day. Something that changed my mood and say, you know what? The sun is shining. Yes, 30 degrees outside. It's a little cool, but the sun is shining and I'm alive. I posted this morning. on picture me living's uh instagram um like i said when i'm when i'm really down i just try to go extra hard and um i posted one of our restaurant reviews if you haven't already follow at picture underscore me underscore living on instagram and i'm doing restaurant reviews Finding little gems, and most of them will be in Atlanta. That is where I live. But I am going to venture out. I don't know if I'm going to do them on trips. Um, I travel to a lot of places that I don't speak the language, and I don't want to ever be disrespectful. So I don't want to promise to do them on too many trips. But I am going to venture outside of Atlanta. If I visit a friend out of out of town, um, I'm going to make it a point that we go out to eat to either a popular restaurant or just, you know, just pick a random restaurant on Google Maps or whatnot. Anyway, um, I posted on the story today one of the restaurant reviews that we did and we had valeted the car or whatnot. And... <laughs> He and we we had a few drinks or whatever. The temperature had dropped dramatically. It was below 30. And that was the highlight of the day. Like everyone in Atlanta was like, yo, it's going to get cold tonight. Blah, blah, blah. And sure enough, over the course of the day, it got cooler. But what I had planned to wear was something that was, you know, bye. Um, The weather does not dictate how address it does dictate if i'm going to go to the beach you know half naked but it doesn't dictate if it does not dictate when you're going to be inside i'm gonna wear what i want to wear or whatever so my dress was a little bit short i had a coat i was warm not only did i have a coat i was completely drunk so (laughs) Um, I was warm or whatever. So the video is just uh, Ken and I laughing outside because he was just like, yo, let's go back inside and wait on the car or whatever he was driving. And I was like, dude, I'm already sitting down. And he was like, Trey is cold as fuck. 
Like, let's go inside. I'm not leaving you outside. I said, you can leave me outside. That's fine. I'm good sitting here. If you're cold, go inside. We're in a public place. Like, they're getting the car. Like, <laughs> what was the big deal? He just really wanted to complain about it being cold. And we talked about it in the car. I'm like, you know, I just don't think that's a big deal. We could have talked about anything other than a complaint. But that's fine. It made me laugh. It's a story to tell. But I just bring that back around to when I'm in a bad mood. or I just try not to put other people through it. If I'm that cold, I'm going to go inside. If I'm not, if I'm comfortable, I can sit right here. I'm fine. Um... I guess I'm crazy. Maybe. Maybe. If you <laughs> if you seen that, let me know. It's a few. I got a few um crying with laughter emojis at that. Cause if you know Ken, you know he was dramatic, and it is in the highlight of the restaurant reviews. <clears throat> you want a little quick laugh at his reaction to me wanting to sit outside. So anyway. <clears throat> I want you to find $20 today. I want you to just have faith that, you know, it's working out in your favor. Hopefully, I changed a few people's mood by reading that meme today. It is a little bit cold in Atlanta right now. So, I hope that y'all are bundling up and not complaining <laughs> about it being cold. You know, you, you speak into the atmosphere. How... How can I say this? Like, if you speak positivity, if it's cold outside, I can just go inside. I'm alive today. Thankful for this coat that I have on. I just think that I strongly believe that that changes your mindset moving forward, right? It changes your mindset into a positive thinking. But if you're like, man, it's cold. Oh, my God, I can't stand it when it's cold. You in this $100 coat getting into a $70,000 car and your in <laughs> your house that you're caught up on all of your bills like but you chose to look at this one negative thing like let's change that it's cold but I my coat is fly as fuck matter of fact snap a couple pictures like boom bam if it's that cold I'm just gonna go inside let's let's try that and with that being said I'm gonna slide right on into the topic I re-listen so if you do have podcasts or YouTube um, videos do you go back and re-listen to your service that you provided do you say man I wish I would have said that or ooh the sound quality was horrible um, I do kind of skim over it before some of them require a little bit of editing I don't know how to do a little bit of editing, but um, I do like to go back and listen. And the last one about the travel travel bucket list, I actually loved every second, right? Um, I couldn't stop listening to it. I was late. I'm always late, but I was late to where I was going. <laughs> I could have been on time if I just pressed pause. And um, about halfway through it, I was like, yo, this is just like, I just really, I, I really, I enjoyed it. I wanted to know what was next on my list. 
And <laughs> I even went in the car and continued to listen to my travel bucket list. I did ask other people what was on their travel bucket list. Like I said, the answers were very generic. Um, I even wanted to re reword it because there's no way. None of my friends are boring. So clearly I'm not asking the correct way. And that's when I came up with the idea, you know, let me just release it so that they could see what I mean by travel bucket list. What are some items on your travel bucket list? Um, the answers were generic. I just want to chill. I just want a vacation. I just want to watch an orgy. Uh, I, I'm not quite sure why that's so <laughs> why that was so high on that person's list. I LOL'd. Um and people mainly gave me destinations like oh i want to go to australia i want to do this so i was like you know those are cool places you want to go before you kick the bucket and that's what you that's an ideal vacation but that's not what i'm asking i'm asking um one thing i did leave off is i want to ride an elephant i want to get on an elephant and i don't like camels i told y'all that i like them but i'm not getting on one ever again the hydraulic situation is not safe but um yeah i want to ride an elephant i i didn't add that i don't want to take a picture with no fucking tiger but that could be something that's on yours what's on your travel bucket list i want to keep talking about that so yeah i'm re-listening and First of all, let me tease y'all a little bit. I know if you read the description, if you read the description, you already know what I'm going to talk about, but I want y'all to listen to the whole episode. So, has Tracery had any plastic surgery? Ooh. Anyway, y'all going to have to wait for that one. Y'all going to have to wait. Y'all going to have to wait. I was re-listening to the episodes and depending on who's listening, it could come off as judgmental. I'm not a judgmental person. I ain't had, I had holes in my shoes for 18 years. I ain't had no new clothes. <laughs> like I, I grew up extremely below the poor line. Okay. Um, anything new was a handout anything used was a handout i have never looked at anybody and said "Ooh." there were times when i was growing up we had no water and i mean for a while well how you take a bath trey this is this is what i mean by i'll never be judgmental we used to go to the church and fill up water bottles come home boil some of the water so we could take a hot bath i mean i ain't never been judgmental i have fact-based opinions absolutely if you listen one of my favorite um opinionated assholes is <laughs> mr joe budden i don't always listen to his podcast sometimes um his opinions can be a bit much 
don't think that I will ever, no matter how much money I get, if this blows up, I don't think I'll ever get to that level. I don't ever want to gossip. I don't ever want to. And I want certain guests on here, too, that I know I'm going to have to sit down with them and be like, OK, sis, we can't talk about this person because <laughs> it's going to get real messy. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to do that. And I don't even want a celebrity gossip, not in a negative direction. Um, that might hinder the success of this podcast but with that being said maybe you'll understand where my fact my fact-based opinions come from um it comes from a place of love a place of experience a place of wisdom wisdom that i didn't ask for i I would have loved to be a rich kid that didn't have to raise my finger for anything sometimes i look at my son and i'd be like damn like my son is not gonna have no life experience (laughs) I had a whole lot of life experience going into um, adulthood and my son isn't going to have any because I have spoiled him because he I that's just me not I'm not finna watch him struggle like I did I'm not finna watch that but I pray to God that I am going to be here to assist him and bless him with the wisdom that I had to learn the hard way. Or walk him through some of his lessons that he's going to learn the hard way, right? So, yes, it's a place of love. My boundary with being non-judgmental. Let me be very clear. My boundary with being non-judgmental. I'm not going to watch you ruin your life. As a kid, I used to always wonder who were my mom's friends. <clears throat> and... um now that I'm an adult, I understand her a lot, a lot more. Like when you're stubborn and you don't listen and there's no self-accountability, you're you going to run away your friends that don't want to watch you um, self-deteriorate in front of them. Like, I don't want to watch that. You go, you go kill yourself on your own. So that is my boundary. If I'm watching you, I got a um, nephew right now that... I mean, he's consistent with DUIs. That's one thing that he consistently does is get a DUI. And I will consistently not bail him out. That's not. mm -mm. Oh, you got a friend that you bailed out. Yeah, my friend is uh, made a mistake. One mistake. And they pay me back. That that nephew consistently has a great job, though. Like, what the fuck? I know one mistake like that. My career is ruined. <laughs> like, man, black women have it so difficult, bro. So, yeah, I ain't going to lie. I will go a little bit harder for a black woman that makes a mistake because we it, we won't consistently have a good job if we consistently did stuff like that. And if I do have a friend that make, makes her first mistake, I'm going to be hard. I'm going to be very hard on her because... That's tough love, and I don't want to have to keep doing this, right? I can't afford it. You can't afford it. Let's tighten up, sis. That is not being judgmental, because I be damn. You see me fucking up, and you you don't say tighten up, Trey? Because I hold myself accountable. Once, once I sober up or whatever the fuck is going on, I be like, oh, this bitch was encouraging that shit. No, no, no. Let me clean out my circle because I don't need that. I need somebody that when, when I'm 
inebriated and you see me getting behind the wheel of a car, take my keys. When you take my keys, hey, hey that wasn't a good decision. Like, that's, that's the type of friends that I like to have around me and that's the type of friend that I am going to be, right? So that is my boundary with not being judgmental. And a lot of people with common sense is going to agree that that's also not being judgmental. But there are some people that, that don't have a, that self-accountability button. Sometimes something sounds judgmental and it's not. I do have to check myself. Sometimes I've, I've heard a couple friends say something to me. Especially when it comes to something simple like they not liking this outfit. It's really easy to say, oh, this bitch hating on my clothes. No, my, my fupa hanging out. I might need to go change. She She's saying that with love. Opinions are my facts. They're your facts. Um, They can be very broad, right? And that is really a disconnect with, you know, my pretty pictures and my shallowness, right? How the fuck does this girl know all this stuff? <laughs> that's why I wanted to do this. And I wanted to take it slow and, you know, that's go back to episode one. I said, you know what? Let's rip the bandaid off. Let's just get to it. Let's just get to it. It's a beautiful mind in there. My travel experience plus the wisdom that I've gained from such a fucked up childhood and toxic work environments. No support system. And still and still deciding, making the decision to control my happiness, like I said, and spread it saying, hey, this is the meme that I read today. I hope you find twenty dollars. I'm not finna be bitter or miserable. No, no, no. I'm gonna spread this happiness. So. When I listened to the smoked salmon. <laughs> I did say, damn, Trey. Um, somebody texted me. And said, bitch, I like smoked salmon. With a capital LOL. And I was like, you was the first person I tried it with. And it was nasty then. I thought something was wrong with me. I was like, they going to think I'm ghetto if I take this. And I just, I got through it because I like salmon. You know, I really want to say salmon. I really do. It's everything in me is like just, I really want to say salmon. I really want to say salmon because it's a fucking L in it. That's why it's a fucking L. When I worked in Utah, we had an airport, um, Lima Kilo Tango Salmon, <laughs> Idaho, <laughs> middle of fucking nowhere, Idaho. Rich people go to so many different places. You have no idea. We, we just really rich people that really eat smoked salmon <laughs> on a charcuterie board. <laughs> They go to so many places in Idaho and Utah and, and Wyoming. And we, we just have no idea. Uh, I, my mind was blown when I, I didn't even know they made that many private jets. But anyway, um, it's an airport. Um, 
I actually think the identifier is um, Sierra Mike November for the airport in the um, Nave. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's been a minute. The Nave was Lima Kilo Tango LKT. And the first aircraft that I cleared into that, I, I, I was training and um, I said, clear visual approach Salmon Airport. Everyone in the room, she said Salmon. So at that point, I stopped saying it with an L. You have no idea what it's like to be the only black person in the room. <laughs> and my diction isn't that great. My articulation isn't that great. And sometimes I talk a little country. And, um, you know, my real country people say that I talk proper. Y'all don't know what the fuck y'all want. Once I realized that somewhere halfway through the Navy, I was like, man, I'm going to do the fuck I want to do. I did really try to change how I talk. The Navy tried to really fuck me up, but I'm happy I got a hold to Trey Cherie, man. I'd be really lost in this world. But anyway, um, the whole room laughed at me. Y'all have no idea what it's like to be the only black person in the room in situations like that. And that was in the heat of Black Lives Matter, too. Man. It was, it was it was interesting. It was very interesting. Y'all really want to say salmon, but I'm not salmon. So yeah, the first person I tried smoked salmon with texted me and um, said that. And I was like, bitch, you know that shit nasty. I love it on bagels. Oh my God, I, I fry up my eggs with it. And... It does make me sick. It makes me sick because my stomach is just not used to that um, level of uncooked meat. You know, you can go into the grocery store and just buy it and just eat it right there in the line while you're checking out. Like, that's smoked salmon. It's not supposed to be like that. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of gas station sushi. That's what it reminds me of. In America, I, I I think it may be different where, once again, just want to revisit that real quick. Like the hookah conversation. Um, hookah originated from the Middle East, right? So we're not doing it right. Uh, I even, like I said, I have my places here that, and I know I ain't doing it right. When I make it at home, I know I am rigging it you know what word i want to use i am not doing it correctly <laughs> at all um we're not we're just not doing it correctly um i don't order hookah everywhere now because i know that it's just not going to be as good as it is at another establishment and so i do frequent the same establishments i have a favorite hookah person <laughs> actually I have a favorite hookah guy and he be killing that shit and he's works very very diligently very hard he is a he's gonna be very successful in that business i don't shout people out because i ain't got no um i ain't got no money yet so throw me some money maybe he give me a free hookah one day i'm gonna shout him out but until then Hey man, just watch watch my Instagram story. You see me at Tracery, T R A C H E R I. 
maybe you'll see me see who I'm talking about. Anyway. Yeah, it's, it was no judgment in that. It was all love. It was all love. I mean, I, I clearly pointed out that I'm, I'm fucking the hookah up. I'm fucking that shisha all the way up. <laughs> I ain't doing that correctly, neither. And uh, I would just rather not put smoked salmon on. Um, and I think the tour that I went on in St. Thomas was very Americanized, right? You know how sometimes, and St. Thomas is obviously U.S. outlining or whatever. But what I mean by Americanized in that sense is uh, they could have had like some jerk something. But instead they had smoked salmon. Fucking, I don't even know what they had. But it was on some bread, like bagel type. And I got sick. Um, A lot of us did, actually. And um, I was just sitting there thinking like, man, why... Mm-mm. And they're they're gearing this tour toward people like me, and they're saying, "What do they like to eat?" And so I just got irritated, like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, we all don't like to eat this. We don't, uh, uh-uh. uh. Like, go back to the drawing board, <laughs> or give us the option of a uh, just a plain bagel or something, just some plain toast, something." But yeah, that thing had me sick. Another feedback that I got from another episode was about um girls trips and i can't repeat everything that he said um i do have to break the sex virginity topic and i still don't know if i repeat what he said <laughs> he was like i basically and this is this is the watered down version what i'm about to say he was like, I knew bitches was getting fucked on them girls trip. And I was like, yo, no, 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 <laughs> no. So maybe there's context miss- missing in my conversation. Maybe. And I do listen before I drop the episode. And it makes sense to me. Um, I probably should deliver my context a little better so that it'll make sense to everyone um i don't plan girls trips let's revisit some of the things that i've said over these now 13 episodes i would never plan a girls trip i like the natural evolution of trips my next trip i'm going on i believe it is a girls trip i don't know some of the people that are there it's going to be lit but i know for a fact guys were also invited maybe even kids um it's just a natural evolution that is going to be i think um five or six women i think once again i i really don't know i really don't know and i don't really care to know (laughs) i think that that's just the person that i am but that's not why i don't like planning girls trips i don't like planning girls trips because I don't like excluding people that could also be fun. That could also contribute to the funds. Um, yeah, you can't go because you're a guy. Um, even though you have the most money and I've seen you be lit on trips. I'm going to go with these. No, no, no. Um, that is why I don't. I don't like excluding 
fun people, people that have open minds. I don't like excluding them on trips. I like the natural evolution. Um, I never even said that. I never even said anything. I might have mentioned one night stands, but I've never mentioned. And let me be very clear. And this is on my to- <laughs> this is on one of my topics, right? One of my 300 topics that I have. One of the titles is birds of a feather do not flock together. And I was going to get into it. Probably still will. Long story short, um, me and my girls go out to clubs to have fun. I don't know many people in my circle over my entire adulthood that said, I want to go out and meet a guy and get fucked tonight. I've never, I've never heard in any variation. I have never heard that. I have heard a girl say on this trip, I want to have a one night stand. I have heard that mainly from older women that are more established and have really released the fucks that they had to give. Okay. Let me be very clear about that. Um, my younger friends are afraid of judgment. They they are afraid of um they're they're looking for love. They're looking for um and that's just not how you go about that. I've never heard anybody say when we go to the club tonight, this is what we doing. No, we go out and we have fun, right? And my birds of a feather do not flock together has recently gotten challenged and i've gone by that phrase for so long i'm teasing a whole nother episode i've gone by that phrase for so long guys that since it's been challenged i realized that birds of a feather do flock together because bitch what the fuck is you doing i'm not i'm not hanging out with you no more and so I'm, i'm finna go fly away solo on my own maybe that is true amen (laughs) i can admit when i'm wrong i'm not willing to quite admit that yet until we talk about it maybe we should what male wants to um get into that because (laughs) i know men really do think that so i just always believe that my whole life but yeah no that's not what girls do on these girls trips um when you see the fighting and stuff like that because i've seen some fights on uh (laughs) south beach my son saw that one time some girls fighting on um south beach ocean Ave, and he's a little bit younger he was like why are they fighting i was like oh june let me tell you it's they probably all in the same hotel room june's like what (laughs) yeah bitches do that and they wonder why they arguing and mad at each other like how the fuck was this supposed to work one bathroom it's four of us i have three bathrooms in my house right now and i'm the only woman that lives here and there are some days i'm I'm still like what the fuck um how are four females supposed to use one bathroom so of course y'all gonna fight i want to fight y'all for thinking that was okay not to mention y'all rolled down here from fucking Cleveland. Y'all drove to Miami from Cleveland, Ohio. 
all of y'all in the car like of course y'all gonna fight so no they i'm pretty sure they was not fighting over no dick i'm pretty i'm pretty confident <laughs> now if they was that was the icing of the cake because i promise you they all in the same hotel room so no that is not what women do on girls trip that is not why we get catty and start fighting over stupid shit women find a reason to fight and i hate to admit this because i'm i really don't want to group myself into this i started this off positive like i really don't want to be grouped into this but women find these stupidest shit to pick it i mean i'd be amazed sometimes like how the fuck are you upset right now oh well she put her shoe on the right side of the bed she don't know like oh my god so that is another reason why i don't purposely plan girl strip <laughs> it can get real catty man and the main women that say they don't they don't do that it's one experience that I want to talk about, but I would be I would be messy. I'm I'm gonna pray on it. But you had you had to be there to really know why I said that. Um, yeah. I'm gonna pray on it. I'm just I'm gonna pray on it. Anyway, um Yeah, um sir that texted me that said that that's 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 not what we do. I just really want to make that clear. I just really want to make that crystal clear. Um, and not for me. Um, anybody that's ever dealt with me romantically knows that's that's not how I move. Um, and I yearn. My soul yearns for fun, connections, laughter with people that care about me. So, um to even think about having a one night stand um my mental isn't set up for that like we're we're getting married like why why are you ignoring my phone call like <laughs> so yeah i'm just not set up for that at all mentally i've been through too much shit in my life to waste any precious moment with my body my mind my soul with a stranger so people around me especially one of my closest friends right now like that is just not on our to-do list like we is really trying to throw up in bushes and squat and pee in somebody yard that's really the worst thing that we're doing on god um i'm surprised i haven't been on the shade room especially in toronto we had to squat and pee downtown toronto I wonder is the statute of limitations up for this story? Jeez. Speaking of locked up abroad. Um, we had to squat and pee in someone's um condo backyard. And they was back there on their phone, smoking and drinking. Like, the fuck is these bitches doing? I was like, look. <sighs> You just gonna have to judge me at this point because if I hold this any second longer, I'm gonna pee on myself. Yeah. So I'm gonna end this with the did I ever have plastic surgery? I put this at the end just in case I change my mind. I'm gonna just cut it out and I'm gonna still drop this gem. 
And I wanted y'all to listen to the whole thing so y'all could get a little bit personality. Talk to me. Let's get into some things. Today, last year, I got my titties done. I went from a barely B cup, burly, burly, burly B cup, to a full C cup. Why did I do that? We're going to have a whole plastic surgery conversation because that, that's very popular right now. Very, very popular. And if you got the money and if it's safe, um, obviously do your research with the surgeon. I'm not going to name drop mine because once again, I need sponsors. Um, but if you DM me, I don't mind talking about it. Um, yeah, I got my titties done. And it was one of the best decisions I've ever made. And I'm just going to skim over it. I did this for the awe factor. I want more people to listen. I want more people to get engaged and talk to me. Most importantly, I want more people to visit the website and check out with an item. I would I would drop the mic, but I still got some more to say. <laughs> why did I do it? So why wasn't I doing it for, you know, essentially 18 years? I did that when I was 36. So for 18 years, first of all, I was poor. Even in Navy, I was poor. Um, I had a lump in my left breast in high school that was benign. We got it checked out. Shout out to my grandmother. She's a breast cancer survivor of a million years. I mean, she flexes up and educates women all the time. Cervical cancer survivor, breast cancer survivor. And I sat through a lot of those educational um, seminars with her. And that's how I knew to check. Um, <clears throat> maybe I'll have her as a guest one day and we can actually, um, educate women on how to check for that. <clears throat> It'll be a video podcast. She had like little, you know, <clears throat> equipment and stuff for women to practice or whatever. And that was always at home and I knew what to check for. And sure enough, I was about 16, 17 and I felt that. And we went to the doctor, checked it out. It was benign, so they didn't remove it. And it was about the size of a sweet pea. Fast forward, pregnant with June, 21 years old. Pregnant with my son, June, at 21 years old. And about the ninth month, the lump is no longer there. And after he was born, that was the least of my concerns. If you've been nine months pregnant... That's just the least of your concern. Like, get this motherfucker out of me. I don't care how you got to get the baby out. June used to tap dance on my bladder, too. He think that shit funny. He thought the shit was funny then, too. Shit ain't fucking funny. Anyway, that was the least of my concern. But when it came time to breastfeed, it was like, wait a minute. Where is this lump? Well, it was in my armpit. And while it was over there, while it went over there, a lot of breast tissue went with it. Right? Fat, breast tissue, just a bunch of stuff protected this lump, essentially. Got it checked out again about halfway, um, six months from then. And still benign. The Navy was like, yeah, we're not going to do anything about it. 
I kept asking, kept asking. They eventually took the lump out, but left everything over there and said, you're going to have to get cosmetic surgery for this. We're not doing all of that. And I requested, requested. They just kept denying it. Nothing is wrong. And so if you look back on some of my pictures, I, all, I was just very good at concealing that. And um, it was definitely something that bothered me. And I was like, you know, I do want to get breast implants, but people are really going to think that I'm perfect. That's deep. I, I gave you that moment of silence for a reason. We're going to get back to that. I've always had a big butt. I've always had hips since I was nine. Um, I this is this is my butt. Sorry to disappoint you, but <laughs> it is mine. Uh, my grandmother gave it to her daughter, and her daughter gave it to her daughter, which is me. Um, I had cellulite since I was nine. Stretch marks since I was nine. I mean, this is just y'all not gonna take that away from me. So when people ask me that, I'm I'm really not offended considering all of the fake asses that you see. But what offended me as an adult and still does is when people ask, is my nose real? People don't even ask that anymore. They just assume. Mind you, let me tell you why that's so offensive. I got picked on as a kid for having a, a white grandmother consistently got picked on for having a white grandmother long nose i mean i had so many nicknames based off of my white people nose so them same bullies grew up to assume that my nose is fake nah y'all not gonna do that we ain't gonna do that so that that's the one that offends me it's like um and you know people kids got picked on especially in the 90s kids got picked on it's funny you could laugh but what's not funny is in the other races that are listening to this that are saying damn black people are hard on each other the worst assumption and the worst thing an other race has said to me is well what happened to you so yeah don't do that don't do that because yeah that that's I, that's been said to me a lot what happened to you why are you not the same complexion as your grandmother like what kind of fucked up shit is that? I'm fucking beautiful, bitch. Why do you look like you 45 and you 20? Like you you want to go back and forth with me? Like like that's that's definitely been asked, especially in the navy when my grandmother came to live in um Virginia and other other races saw her like, "Oh, that's your grandma? What happened to you?" <laughs> Nervous laughter. That shit ain't fucking funny. Like Bitch, I'm beautiful. This brown skin is fucking amazing. Dark skin is amazing. Dark skin. <sighs> that is such a fucked up thing to say. And it was said to me as a kid. It was definitely said to me as a kid. Not as much as, you know, people in the Navy said it. So that is why 
and behind this face is so much pain so much so many stories to tell my brain has so much packed into it so yeah i do i do get a little offended when people think that something has been done to my face i know that that is something people do frequently it's not something that i did i got my titties done last year and it is the best decision to revisit why i didn't do it because i was thinking that people would think that i was perfect took me to my self-awareness of 2017 where i was like i never really cared about what people thought about me i've always been weird i've always been awkward um i've always been a nerd <laughs> why am i worried about people being thinking that i'm perfect why is that the reason why i'm not doing this the reason why you don't do something is because you don't want to do it. And that wasn't the case. I wanted to do that. I wanted to do that. And once I admitted that, I was like, whoa, I have held out on these love bags for all of these years. And they are love bags. They are way more sensitive. Just FYI, if you're thinking about doing it. They are way more sensitive. I don't, I'm surprised that I ain't had two kids in this last year. I mean, I get a lot done. So, <laughs> um, slowly, slowly breaking the, uh, sex virginity topic, obviously. Um, no, nah, it's, it's the best decision. I was already confident. And why are you talking about this now treachery well lotto dropped her album the other day and she admitted to um what she got done and most of our celebs don't do that right we're birth we have already birthed hip-hop specifically hip-hop and rb has birthed a new wave of way more confident women that stick up for themselves it may be viewed as sensitive uh sensitivity over sensitive um why they always respond and nah, they they are really sticking up for themselves and they're owning who the fuck they are right so that motivated me but i only told a few people about this and i just knew that it would be obvious aside from me not being that approachable um most people haven't said anything because it's actually not um it's not astronomical like it hasn't made people say what the fuck like it's it's a small change you know um i've always been half naked as long as i've um as long as i can remember i've always loved my hips i've loved being a mom what you know my body is capable of doing and um i'm never going to dress like a mom whatever that i'm i'm never going to conform to society and what they say i should dress like i'm going to dress like how the fuck i feel today um i'm not going to dress like a 16 year old kid because i don't feel like a 16 year old kid i'm not going to put beads in my hair and fucking um 
you know how these little girls is dressing. Like I, 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 I'm gonna dress like a 37 year old with a flat stomach and a badass body. And yeah, that's just that on that. But yeah, Lotto, Lotto did um, make me say, you know what? And I know I mentioned um, being bullied online. I know that, and this is going to be difficult to walk around. What I mean by walk around is it's never my goal to be messy, right? I really want to be positive. But I also want to speak my truth. And I also want to speak comfortably and explain certain things, right? That I want to explain. Not that I owe anybody an explanation, but things that I want to explain and, and, and live in my truth without being messy, right? And I've been online bullied before. And one particular person, um, when we were having a disagreement, and the worst thing that you could do in a disagreement is post a meme online that is the worst thing that you can do if i ever have a conversation with the people that have done this to me i'll be like how long did you have that meme saved like <laughs> how do y'all have all these memes saved and you still go around and tell people you love them but just in case we fall out i'ma say these memes and Got down AK-47, shoot him in the air. Like, that just, that blew my mind. You'll be surprised what people really got saved in their phone, just in case um, <laughs> y'all have a disagreement. Um, what are the correct ways of handling disagreements? I personally think that you can be in a disagreement with someone and just shut the fuck up. But I guess, I guess that's pretty difficult to do. Um, everybody don't think like me. I'm I'm quiet most of the time. I can be in a disagreement right now with this podcast and make a fucking episode about butterflies. Be mad as hell at that person. I saw two two friends that the disagreement had nothing to do with me. And that person went on a fucking rant. Like just she was yelling at everything. And I'm just like, girl, I wasn't going to take a side. But now <laughs> I ain't on your side. That's one thing that was that, ooh, you, you doing too much. But in this online bullying situation, this individual posted a meme when we were in a disagreement phase. That. Bitches have plastic surgery to fix on the outside and don't fix what's going on on the inside. And the the least messy way that I can address this on this podcast form is I think she was talking about herself. That's the least messy way that I can say this. But I, I was upset. I followed her. I said, we, we just don't need to talk about this. I actually posted in my story something really mean i left it up for like 20 minutes and i deleted it because that's not who that's not what's going to define me when i'm old and i'm on my deathbed i'm not going to be like ooh, in 2021 i won a meme war with this stupid ass bitch yes that that's that made my life complete now that's actually going to be embarrassing 
that I was posting memes to hurt somebody's feelings. <laughs> That's actually going to embarrass me as an old lady. Like, damn, I did that stupid ass shit. Damn. And it hurt their feelings. I mean, doing it is one thing. That's something to laugh about. But knowing that it hurts somebody that I once cared about feelings. Ooh, that will fuck me up as an old woman. I'm not being shady. I j that's just why I don't do that, right? I'd rather just call you and talk it out like an adult. But I think that person was talking about herself. And she was hiding behind the fact that, yeah, um, I want people to know I'm beefing with this girl that just obviously has a bigger chest. All our mutual friends are going to know that that's who I'm subbing. And no one knows that I had surgery. No one knows that I had this done and that done. So I'm going to hide behind that. But I know that I, I really, I'm really posting this meme for me because that surgery definitely didn't fix what's going on internally with me. And I'm going to project that on this. It took me about 20 minutes. I, I was steaming hot. Um, it took me about 20 minutes to really come to that conclusion and say, nah, Trey, this, this ain't you. And that's why I wanted to talk about this myself, right? I was robbed of the opportunity to tell the world that I got my titty son. Like I said, it wasn't really that noticeable. And I know for a fact people saw that meme and they, they came to my page and was like, yo. So, yeah, I, I was robbed of that. I'm taking it back, though. It's my moment. If you have any questions. And once again, this cosmetic surgery is going to be a whole hour long episode on its own. And I do believe that. My best advice will be to work out before. Definitely get in a workout routine before. It does not solve laziness. It does not install discipline. Um, certain things like nose jobs and, you know, breast implants, that, that has nothing to do with, you know, working out. But a lot of ladies are getting um, the lipo 3.6, any type of liposuction, any, anything that is altering how, um, like, your waist looks. And your arms, man, like you, you have got to work out or yeah, it's going to look interesting. I don't recommend having this. Uh, once again, I'm just skimming over my recommendations. I want to go into detail about this one day. I don't recommend doing it too young, like the lipo type shit. And most importantly, do your research. Most importantly, research, 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 research. Make sure it's safe. Okay. All right, we had an hour, man. That was that's a long conversation with y'all. Did y'all make it through the whole episode? Hit me up. Let me know. See y'all later. <laughs>